Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time to welcome you to the Leisure and Lariats podcast and introducing your host, hailing from Bel Air, Texas. He is a world traveling veteran of professional wrestling, the final boss, the bear. The master of that Davidson drip, your host, Ruthless Ryan Davidson. All right. Back into the swing of things. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Leisure and Lariats podcast. Finally, with uh, with zero fucking problems, so to speak. <laughs> We're going to get into that here in a second. This would technically be episode 11, but I'm going to call it episode 10.5 uh, since it's in the middle of the week due to some complications. But nonetheless, you are listening to the Leisure and Lariats podcast. This is a podcast that inspires, motivates, and entertains the masses through the eyes of a professional wrestling's point of view. My name is Ryan Davidson. I'm a world-traveling veteran pro wrestler, and I've been in and out of the ring with some of the best athletes, personalities, and driven individuals from all over the world. So join me as I talk about life-changing advice, experience, and stories for myself and special guests that not only made a change for themselves, but also answered the call when challenges rise. And with that being said, let's get things underway. One for me and one for my homies. Got to go ahead and plug the homies. Man, that, that thing makes me thirsty, to be honest with you, every single time. <laughs> Every single time I hear that clip, it makes me thirsty. Anyways, I'm thirsty for some plugs. Jared Gannon with the Inner Squared Circle. Find him on Facebook and all social media platforms. Chris Russo, future guest. <laughs> Dropping this Friday, part one. Going to talk more about that here soon. At Russell Russo on Instagram. Brad Owens with Snake Productions. Find him on all social media platforms. Brian Breaker with the Breaker and Bane Power Hour of Wrestling podcast. Find it on all social media and podcast platforms. Rex Andrews with Pathway Fitness. Find him on all social media platforms. Stevie Richards Fitness.com. Stevie Richards uh, YouTube channel is phenomenal. Go ahead and check it out right now. Brock Baker with the Hooligan Hour. Of course, when it comes into some wrestling. Ooh, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, Reality of Wrestling official row uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Reality of Wrestling.com. Hurricane Pro. Same platform, same website, hurricanepro.com, wildcatsports.com, all social media platforms. My boy Mick Drake dropping his podcast very soon. He went ahead and gave me the uh, top secret pilot episode already to listen to. Sounds great. I know it's going to be a phenomenal podcast once he launches it and gets started. And of course, as for me, follow me at RDBear57, Twitter, Instagram, Ryan Davidson on Facebook. And now, with all the plugs in and out of the way. Oh, man, you know, right before I did this podcast, I was uh, rolling around and training in the uh, the reality of wrestling headquarters in the ring. And it's funny because it doesn't matter how much yoga or... <laughs> How much training or warm-up I do. Sometimes there's a little things that just hit a little different when you get inside that wrestling ring. I broke my back. Just a little bit. I mean, ugh, I don't know. But anyways, moving 
<laughs> moving forward plugs uh so book of the week uh this is a book that i'm currently reading right now i'm actually about a little more than halfway through with it but it's a phenomenal book so far it was recommended to me uh by a buddy of mine and it's called the power of decision by raymond charles uh, Barker, almost said Baker, but nope, Barker, because I butchered the last name from <laughs> the Larry Mutsunik um, from uh, the last podcast that I did. I totally butchered the guy's name and apologized because I just couldn't pronounce it correctly. But uh, The Power Decision, it's a phenomenal book. I'm going to drop in the show notes the actual Amazon link to go ahead, and uh, if you want to buy that book, of course, off of Amazon, you can go ahead and do so. I think it's actually $12, to be honest with you. Paperback, you can also get an audiobook, Kindle, hardcover. Actually, if you want to hear something interesting, according to Amazon, the hardcover for this book is $948. Yeah, go ahead and buy that. Let me see it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, with that being said, The Power Decision by Raymond Charles Barker. It's a phenomenal book. It's really good. You know, I feel like anybody that has a good skills and decision makings, whether it's large or small, can really be a benefit to anyone's life. And, you know, um, you know, Dr. Barker explains the basic truth of all exploring decision-making processes, man, in this book. And I'm, I'm on chapter seven. Yeah, I'm on chapter seven right now at the moment. And it's talking about having the attention given into your decisions on how impactful it could actually be. And this book is just, it's great, man. It doesn't matter, man or woman, this can apply to anybody's life. So be sure to go ahead and check it out. Like I said, in the show notes, I will drop the Amazon link for you to go ahead and pick it up. And now, as far as some wrestling goes, Ooh, yeah. yeah, man, we're going to talk about the match of the week i kind of found myself going down the rabbit hole of youtube and things of that nature uh while i had some downtime because i've actually had a pretty busy couple of days to be honest with you outside of uh outside of any kind of wrestling but i was on youtube i was going down the rabbit hole of certain things and you know due to this covid pandemic right now uh over in japan if the pandemic wasn't going on new japan pro wrestling would be having the g1 climax going on right now they would actually be having the i believe probably the best wrestling tournament that's out there but unfortunately obviously to current events and with covid the g1 is not happening i know they just did the New Japan Cup, where Evil, of course, beat Naito and is now the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion and joined the Bullet Club and all that stuff. But the match that I'm going to talk about this week is a G1 Climax final because I went down back into the past of all these different G1 Climax matches because a lot of them are fantastic and shows a lot of good history on how that tournament was created and whatnot uh, with Antonio Inoki and you know Hulk Hogan technically being in the first ever G1 where Hulk Hogan was technically the first ever IWGP heavyweight champ uh, and they give great history on that through a lot of New Japan's uh, YouTube channel as far as on the recount and everything but the match this week is against Masi. Hiro Chono versus Rick Rude in the G1 Climax Final, August 12th, 1992. Uh, if anybody is a fan of pro wrestling and knows about Rick Rude, Rick Rude is absolutely one of the best that's ever stepped inside the ring. And uh, Chono, he, he is a, a staple as far as Japanese, let alone in pro wrestling, and has done so much for the sport. And uh, this was the first G1 Climax where they actually had a gaijin wrestler, a foreign wrestler, in the final with Rick Rude. And this is a phenomenal match. And this is pretty much where the start of uh, M uh, Masahiro Chono pretty much got the name as uh, Mr. August, where basically 
basically uh, he started being like the uh, guy that would win a lot of G1s uh, to come up in the future. And this match is worth going out of your way for. And once again, in the show notes, I'll put the daily motion clip up there so you can watch it in its entirety. Or, of course, if you have NJPW World subscription, which I believe is $9.99, you can go ahead and check that out as well. And with that being said, that's the match book of the week. And now, now that I got some time, um, as people can pretty much notice, and as I like to promote every, each and every week, that I like to drop a podcast every single Friday for you here on the Leisure and Lairds podcast. Well, unfortunately, that didn't work out that way. It really, really didn't. Uh, and it was outside my control, and this is going to be the time where I'm going to explain to you how that actually happened. So... Um, Usually I try and drop each episode on Friday mornings. I've been doing that for the past 10 episodes that I've been doing and continue to do so because I feel like Friday would be a good day to drop content, to go into the weekend, regardless of what your plans are for the weekend, to go ahead and listen to a nice podcast going into your weekend. Um, And for whatever reason, things came up and I go, well, instead of Friday morning, I'm going to schedule it via the platforms that I was using uh, to where it's going to be on Friday evening. Uh, Actually, I was thinking it was around 9 o'clock on a Friday evening that I scheduled it for to be released so went ahead I did all the things all the necessary things that I did and went ahead and got it all scheduled up to where it would just release it on its own the file was already saved everything was good to go well unbeknownst to me and I later got an email about it just to go ahead and see uh to to know that this actually happened but as perfect timing would be Uh, Anchor, which is one of the platforms that I use to stream uh, the podcast, which also streams into Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Radio Pub- uh, Republic, and a, bu- a bunch of other different platforms. Anchor and the cable company that I use for internet access, Comcast, both decided, apparently, that at 9 p.m., they both went under severe maintenance for all their IT servers in their networks to where they actually sent an email saying, hey, if we if you experience any glitches in your service, Wi-Fi, if there's any glitches, of course, on the Anchor platform, it's because we're going through maintenance and it probably should last anywhere between 90 minutes to three hours. And I got the emails later on to show this, but I didn't know. So with that being said, it wasn't until that following morning, which would be Saturday morning, that I had some fans that actually reached out to me and go, hey, Ryan, no podcast this week? Which, once again, I had no idea. So I had to go (laughs) and check things out and see, like, what's going on? Because I assumed that everything was taken care of by scheduling out my podcast and the content being released, as I do every single week so far. And it did not. Um, Unfortunately, it did not go through. The servers did not catch up with the links, and they did not catch up with the content. So I had to go ahead and send out some emails. I tried to get on customer service with Comcast that Saturday afternoon um, and really came to no avail on anything from the Comcast side of things. But Anchor was very quick to go ahead and send an email right back and say that they resolved the issues, everything should be fine, up and running by Monday. And then, of course, I never got anything back from Comcast, but my Internet seems to be working fine. I recorded some episodes over this past weekend for some future guests that are coming up here on the Leisure and Larry's podcast. No problems, no hiccups or anything. So as far as I know, we are good. Back on on track for things and I deeply apologize for any inconvenience that would have been because I know you know and I was very grateful that people look forward to the podcast each and every Friday and of course that's how I promote it that I'll be dropping it every single Friday different new episodes but 
for whatever reason, this was a situation that was really beyond and outside my control. And you can only control things that you can control, right? Or worry about things for that matter. So I'm just glad that those issues have been resolved. I'm glad that everything's in the past. It's all behind me moving forward. And with that being said, we're going to take our first pause for the cause here on the Leisure and Larry's podcast episode. And I'll be right back. Second and final part of this middle of the week episode here. <laughs> Leisure and Lariat's podcast. Appreciate you guys being on here with me and everything. And moving right along. So before I get into the topic at hand for today that I want to talk about on this podcast, a special announcement. I'm sure some people have saw it on my social media. Some maybe haven't. I know everybody's got their lives and things that are going on and what have you in this world of uh, COVID-19 pandemic. But nonetheless, big announcement. Finally, after much uh, stubbornness on my part, not reading the room as well as I should, I've got back on track to doing more and more interviews. Uh, via Zoom, via Skype, phone calls, things of that nature. And I got quite a few interviews done this past weekend, and I have part one of my good friend Chris Russo being released this Friday on the Leisure and Larry's podcast. And I'm really excited about this. This is a two-part interview, and we really get in deep, man, on this on this episode about not only just the break-ins of how he went through in pro wrestling, but his relationship, of course, with Afa from uh, the School of the Wild Samoans uh, that, you know, were down in Florida. His Basically, his time with WWE, FCW, into NXT. His relationships with Dr. Tom and the late, great American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. All that and more, man. Part one is really good. We have a, <laughs> we have a lot of laughs. Part two is going to be ridiculous. We'll be dropping, the course, the following Friday. Friday. And uh, it's it gets pretty funny because I play a little impromptu game with Chris Russo because if anyone knows Chris Russo from a personal level, he probably has the most joyous laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> 
<laughs> in my life. And the only way you can get out of them, man, is that you got to get them to the core, which basically I uh, I play this little impromptu game to just get them in that state of mind and get them that element. It's a really fun listen. I've actually went and listened back to the interview. It's just, it's so ridiculous and great at the same time. And I can't wait to release it. And like I said, part one this Friday, Leisure and Larry's podcast, my sit down interview with the one and only Chris Russo. Really looking forward to it. But now, as we get into today, as far as this episode, the one topic that I want to talk about, and much like other topics that I talk about here on Leisure and Larry's podcast, is that it's anything to just try and improve uh, daily life. Because I go through a lot of different things myself. I'm on my own journey. I'm on my own thing as far as reading a lot more positive content when it comes to books or listening to podcasts, audiobooks, things of that nature. And I have good days and I have my bad ones. I really do. There's always good times and there's always bad times. We all go through it, right? Well, one of the practices that I've been doing, and I've been doing for a couple of years, uh, that I've been, for the most part, pretty consistent with, there have been times where I might go maybe a week, or sometimes things pretty much get caught up to where it's like, oh, I might skip a day, or maybe a day or two, and one time it has been a week or so, and that, you know, whenever this has happened, I've been out of my element, and I can tell you that this practice right here has been such a benefit to my life, and it really, really has, and I know it sounds cliche and cheesy and all that other stuff, but it really has. And I, and I broke into it first within 2016. And the practice that I'm talking about is meditation. Now coming from a pro wrestler's point of view, not a lot of pro wrestlers are talking about motive, uh, meditation and things of that nature. But I can tell you in a very high stressful environment, like a wrestling ring or being backstage at wrestling events, the one thing that can really be a benefit as a performer is to have more awareness on how your breathing is and how your mind is. Have more awareness into the power of now, really what's going on in the moment. And meditation helps so much with that. Like I said, I started really getting into full-edge meditation as far as just starting off like five minutes, ten minutes, and working my way up. I basically start in 2016. That was when I first started really actively meditating. And at first, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I thought I was just sitting in silence and just listening to myself breathe, and I was trying to follow instructions. And then there were days where it's like, man, I feel like this really doesn't do anything. I, I feel slightly calmer, but then again, I don't know. But then once I started getting my feet wet and I really started embracing what was, you know, what was happening, what I was trying to get out of meditation, that's when results happen and they happen fast to where I started just thinking a lot clearer. My days were a lot better. My awareness was a lot more through the roof. I had more intention on my days on what I wanted to do, what I wanted to pursue. I was a lot calmer. Things that would easily trigger me, like if I was on the road and somebody would cut me off, give me the finger, instead of lashing back at them, I would just let it slide. A lot of things just really didn't bother me in that way. I was a lot more in tune with myself. Plus, in a lot of other deeper states of meditation, you can really find out a lot more about yourself. A lot of stuff that's been suppressing down on the inside, which I really feel like is is a very painful thing to do, but a very necessary thing to do. And I've had my own journey with that in the process. But I can tell you right now that meditation has been a a, a massive benefit for myself and for others. Um, what I like to do on a daily basis is basically it's the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up. Uh, I I usually shoot anywhere between 20 to 30 minutes a day. Uh, I have done meditations to where I've done them for an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. And down the line, I would like to do that consistently every day. And I've gotten a lot of benefits from it. It's just, you know, it, it's not an excuse, but also at the same time, I have to 
to do a better job of making more time around that and things of that nature. Cause it is a benefit. I mean, if I, I totally recognize that if I wake up in the morning and let's say I'm running around and I'm trying to get stuff done or take the dog out, make breakfast, do this, do that, just get into my normal swing of things, just like anything else before I head off and start my day. If I don't make time for my meditation, it really affects my entire day. Like I'm just a lot more on edge. You know, I'm, I'm not really thinking about more of being in the moment. I'm not in tune with myself and it really reflects for my entire day. So it is a pivotal point to make each and every morning for me to get meditation in. I also supplement it with some Wim Hof breathing techniques. If you don't know who Wim Hof is, he's this really gnarly <laughs> Norwegian Scandinavian guy uh, that is just, uh, he's he's out there, man, but his practices as far as the, the, the breathing exercises, and he's like, they call him the Iceman because he's broken these world records as far as swimming under ice cold water, and he's a big connoisseur of taking cold showers every day. Um, you can Google him, you can look him up on YouTube. In fact, I'll actually put a video of his in the show notes just so people know what I'm talking about, but I do some breathing techniques from him each and every morning. And I actually implement that uh, actually right before I go out and wrestle. And I've actually been doing that for the past, I want to say, six, seven months when I was actively wrestling, you know, pre-COVID, obviously. And it's really been a bit of, it's really been a benefit, man, because I tell everybody when I train uh, wrestlers, men and women, uh, the the better you, uh, the more you flow, the better you go. And that just comes with being relaxed and being just in tune with your breath. And, you know, a lot of guys and girls, you know, they'll, they'll chug a Red Bull or, you know, snort some pre-workout or do whatever they got to do just before the bell rings so they can get hyped. And then they're totally in their head and everything like that. But if you practice your breath, if you're aware of your breath, if you get more in tune with your thoughts and your awareness, and you have that calm confidence going out there and getting the job done from a pro pro wrestling's perspective, then everything's going to be onto your liking and basically your advantage. So with that being said, before I ramble on too much, I wanted to go over the top five reasonings on why meditation could just be such a just a pivotal benefit for you or anyone else that you know that might be, you know, having a little more stress than they would like to have lately or anything like that. Or just basically, if you're just always been from, you know, wondering if you should do it or not, maybe some of these tips that I'll share could actually help you out. Um, I've been a member and there's been a lot of different apps that you can, um, go and take a look at before I get ahead of myself. I've been a member of Headspace uh, since 2016. In fact, the longest streak that I did of meditating every day, I went 378 days in a row straight meditation. And that was, you know, some days was five minutes, some days was 10 minutes, some days it was out, it was an hour, like an hour legit. So, uh, and it was an extreme benefit, especially during that time when I did it for a little over a year, there were some pivotal months in there where I was not, <laughs> I was not in a good place, but I got out of it and meditation really helped. And a lot of these, um, points and a lot of these, um, five different benefits of what you can get out of meditation is basically some studies done by the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health, which the acronym is NCCIH. And of course, you can find them uh, on Google. In fact, I'm reading a few things from PositivePsychology.com. They have a great website. Their blog's pretty good. I get an email almost every day from them, and it just talks about other different things. It could be anxiety, depression, meditation. Uh, it you know They talk about different things that could be a benefit for 
college students, for pregnant mothers, you name it, they got it. PositivePsychology.com, really good website. But with that being said, I'm going to go over these five real quick tips, these five real quick benefits on how meditation can really be an impact for you in your life. And the number one tip is meditation enhances empathy. I mean, loving and kindness or compassion meditation fires neural connections to the brain, and it can regulate positive emotions like empathy and kindness, especially if you put yourself in like a real deep state of flow that meditation induces and builds social connectedness and makes you more affectionate as a person. And it really, really does. Um, I know... There's a couple of times where I might wake up just on the wrong side of the bed. I might just sit there and just be like, let's do this, Leroy But like in the worst way possible, you know what I mean? I love that Leroy Jenkins set clip. Like in the worst way possible, like sometimes you actually do wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you might just get pissed off about something and you're just like, oh, you know, screw this or screw that, you know, whatever the emotion or situation is. But I can tell you that once you put yourself in that state of mind and that state of being when it comes to meditation, like it really just, it opens you up and calms you down from whatever emotion you wake up from because sometimes man you, you know it, it just happens like that's just one of those things where you might wake up angry you might have a bad dream something happened you know and it just brings you back into center puts you re in alignment and once again as far as empathy goes it really embraces that tenfold and that's benefit number one benefit number two is that meditation improves cognition uh, it is an excellent way, and once again, uh, this is all from PositivePsychology.com. Uh, this is an excellent way for professionals to increase the likelihood of success is to keep their meditation practice as a part of their daily routine. That I can attest to. A lot of studies have both found out that trans... Send it and mindful meditation practices improve the brain's problem solving and decision making strategies. Uh, going back to the power of decision, um, within I'm already halfway through this book. Like I said earlier, I'm on chapter what was I six or seven? Yeah, seven, I believe. Uh, in chapter four, it talks about meditation, it talks about being awareness, stillness. There's also a great book by Ryan Holiday called Stillness is the Key. A lot of it is about the stoic meditations of Marcus Aurelius. So, this can really help with a lot of your focus, a lot of your intentions throughout the day. I try and set a good intention every single day for what I want to try and get done or really just make it, make it apparent to where it's like, I'm going to have a good day today or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get educated on this or I'm going to just put myself in a positive state of mind or positive content. I try and go out of my way to bring focus into that and meditation really helps with that. Uh, point number three, moving right along here on this episode is meditation is a natural stress stabilized man and... <laughs> This is probably the number number one benefit to me. And I know I've said this earlier. Uh, meditation is a natural stress stabilizer. Man, I once again, you can wake up on the wrong side of the bed, be stressed out for no reason. If you got pets like I do, they might be making noise in the middle of the night. You might not even get some good sleep, you know, and things of that nature. Anything can happen. And I can tell you, meditation really puts you back into the swing of things. of just calming you down. It's a body's response to unforeseen ad adversities encountering the body and activating the autonomic there you go autonomic nervous system which is responsible for fight or flight responses a lot of studies have uh, showed and revealed that mediators that have lowered the cor uh, cortisol level in their brains which explains their resilient and insightful nature so um this is really big. I would say this is probably, if anybody was asking me about meditation, this would be the number one thing of like, man, this calms you down and really, really removes a lot of your stress. 
a lot of things that you feel like you're stressed about even before meditation, like, oh, I got to send this email. I got to make this call. I got to do this. I got to do that. You meditate, put yourself in alignment. And then all of a sudden, when you get done with it, you realize that you really don't have to do half the things that you thought you had to, because really it was more of that stress that was telling you that you had to make all these things happen. So with that being said, the, to me, my personal number one benefit would be meditation, which is a complete natural stress stabilizer. So uh, number one, going back is meditation enhances empathy. Number two, meditation improves cognitive function. And number three, meditation is a natural stress stabilizer. Moving on for the last two Number four, meditation promotes emotional health and well-being. Now, studies have shown that meditation improves self-image and self-worth. That's really big. Uh, when you do meditate, you get a clear picture of your mind and become aware of the thoughts that drive your emotions and actions into that moment. Uh, besides some forms of meditation practices, which also promotes positive thinking, as researchers stated, it could improve the overall emotional health of an individual. Um there's a lot of advance as far as like breathing and uh, a different breath work that also helps with that as well. But this is a very good benefit to meditation, something that I highly recommend. I recommend all of these, <laughs> all of these different things. And moving on to the final one before we close up here on this very quick in middle of the week episode here on the Leisure and Larry's podcast. Number five, the final benefit is that medita meditation, excuse me, increases attention by inducing a state of flow. Um, and once again, the more you flow, the better you go. I say this to everyone, man or woman that comes inside the wrestling ring. Cause it's so absolutely true. I'm actually thinking about getting a tattoo on me that says, let go and flow. Cause it's really, really big in my life to where just the more that you just try and flow like water, man, Bruce Lee talks a lot about it and a lot of the different interviews and a lot of different, um, you know, things that he's done, content that's been recorded of him. It's just the more you flow like water, man, the better that life and just stresses and problems just see to just slide right by you and the better that you can handle them too. And, you know, that's just the thing where you get your body in this flow state when you get to a certain level of uh, meditation to where you're just, your body just is completely relaxed. Your breathing is just so calm and just, and just so, uh, has such a good rhythm to it. And really even over an eight week meditation, uh, just an eight week study, it shows, it shows people that they heighten their attention and concentration span by at least 63% just by doing meditation, just for flat out for eight weeks. It's just absolutely insane. And once again, those studies have been done here on the positivity, uh, positive psychology.com website. And you can look this up for yourself. I'll put this in the show notes, but those are the top five benefits for meditation. There really is a bunch of different articles that I saw and read earlier that had like 76, 12, 101, 150 different benefits. I didn't think it'd be apparent or any kind of, uh, <laughs> any kind of good amount of time to try and go over 101 reasons why you should meditate. So I condensed it down to five. I found a good article for five. So once again, meditation enhances empathy. Meditation improves cognition. Meditation is a natural stress stabilizer. Meditation promotes emotional health and well-being. And finally, meditation increases attention by inducing a state of flow. That is the top five benefits of meditation here on this message for the Leisure and Lariats podcast. Now, with that being said, I think you should go home now, Devin. There's nothing going on, Stuart. You should go home. 
Guys, I really appreciate you spending your time with me today on this solo episode of Leisure and Lariats. I'm so excited for this Friday to drop part one with Chris Russo. A very short podcast right going in here. And once again, I want to thank everyone for their patience. Thank everyone for their understanding of the situation that I was in with the unfortunate hiccup of getting last week's episode released out. But now you're hearing it now. It's all released all over Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Anchor, and a bunch of other different platforms got it all set to go please make sure you check out the stone uh, the show notes for the power of decision book link that's going to go to amazon of course the daily motion link between rick rude and masahiro chono in the g1 final climax match in 1992 and of course i will put this website this page that i went ahead and just informed everybody about the, the top five meditation business uh benefits for you i'll put this up on the show notes as well so you can read it yourself has a bunch of other great positive content obviously since it's called positivepsychology.com that you can go ahead and just kind of dabble through and go ahead and look at it on your own time. But with that being said, guys, that's it, man. I'm going to go ahead and call it a day. This has been 10.5 episode, I guess, before 11. I don't know. It's another episode of Leisure Larry. It's in the books. Be well, be positive, and guys, take care. <laughs>